search my heart and search me. Is there anything in there that I have vowed to that is not of you? Have I made a false promise to myself? Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, please take an opportunity, like, share, comment, subscribe. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full video format of this podcast is on our YouTube channel. You can go see our bright and shiny faces and subscribe there and get notified every single Monday when we drop a new podcast. Yes. So today we're launching into a new series based on our book, Blended and Redeemed, which will release in September, and we're going to be talking about a, a little bit of a heavy topic. Yeah, uh, it's not as um, it's not one that people talk about often, mm-hmm. and but I think it's a huge precursor to really why we make decisions and kind of how we flow through our life. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about inner vows. Yes. Ooh. And we're going to be doing a four-part series on this. So this is yes. the first of four parts. Mm-hmm. So Vanessa, what first, what is an inner vow? Right. So an inner vow, um, it's basically like a false promise that we make ourselves. So yeah. it's not a promise that we're making to God, so to speak. It's really a promise that what I would say is it's, you're making a promise to the enemy, yeah. which is Satan. And we talk about that. You know, inner vows are based on our own underst- understanding and in a moment often of emotion. So it typically comes mm. out of a situation where we've had trauma, where maybe we've had crisis, um, in, a, in a situation where there's been a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And yeah. because of that, we then make a promise to ourselves that I'm never going to allow this to happen. So yeah. we always talk about the I statements. Yeah. Well, and I want to read some intervals. So yeah. I just pulled up a list and I just want to read them. And, and really my hope is, is that, and really through this whole series is really to bring awareness internally to anybody who's listening. Mm-hmm. If the, you do have an inner vow. Yeah. So if I read one of these and it, it resonates with you, uh, just kind of let your ears open to this. So I'll never trust a man again. I'll never trust a woman again. I will never get married. I will never have kids. It's my fault. I'm worthless. I'm defective. No one is going to hurt me again. Mm-hmm. I'll never be hurt by a man or woman again. I will never be strict with my kids. Mm-hmm. I will never trust God again. I'm not good enough. I'm an outcast. Men have to be tough. I thought that was an interesting one. Yeah. It's just not for me. I'm a bad seed. I don't have time for emotions. I'm supposed to save this marriage. Again, I read through this, and there are hundreds of intervals that are on this list. And yeah. I just think about, you know, who we are as people and really who and what we've told ourselves about maybe our past experiences that have really dictated 
uh, are trying to dictate our future life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you and I have personal stories about inner vows. Yeah. Um, we've been married eight years. Uh, trust me, we have seen these play out. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, we're both going to go through some stories here, but yeah. go ahead, Vanessa, you get started. Yeah. You know, I can say, um, you know, inner vows and by inner vow, and like I said earlier, we mean it, it's a promise forged in, in heat and pain and loss. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a declaration about what we will or won't do to protect ourselves from experiencing that kind of pain again. And an inner vow that I specifically remember making was, um, after I had gone through my divorce, Mm -hmm. I was a single mom. I had declared, I am never going to get married again. Just some of the stuff that you literally just read. I am never going to be able, I will never trust men again. Um, I am going to be a single mom forever. Just, um, made myself these promises and really what that does when we make those promises and declarations to ourselves and to those around us without, um, without considering God's plans or purposes for our lives, we're then making ourselves the God mm-hmm. of that area of our life. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm saying I'm never going to get married again, I'm then um, I'm then stepping in front of God. Yeah. And I'm saying, like, I'm in control of this. Mm-hmm. You're not. Well, it also, you know, in the, in the moment you're thinking, well, I'm saying this to protect myself. Right. I'm saying this so that, that I can uh, focus on myself and I don't have to let, you know, the outside world. But as you said, it, it, hindered us, it hinders us from what God has planned for us. Yeah. Uh, and, and much like you, you know, I was in a, a past relationship before we were married and it, it did not end well. Mm-hmm. And trust was a huge part of the inner vow that I made is I, you know, I was going to have a hard time trusting another person. Mm-hmm. And I went through relationship after relationship afterwards, mm-hmm. keeping, you know, trust as the number one thing that was like, if I see a crack in the pavement of yeah. this, I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, there was no grace. There was no anything that was a part of that. It was it was a hard line that if trust became an issue, mm-hmm. I was out. Yeah. And that was just a, a, a vow I made to protect myself. Mm-hmm. But I did not know at the time that it was also going to hinder me from moving on into a good godly relationship. Right, um, right. And so I just want to ask you as an audience, if you're, if you're listening to this or you're, or you're watching this, is, is what inner vows are you, do you have and, and yeah. how are they affecting your life? Yeah, I think a lot of times too, it's just, it's coming into just prayer with God and just saying, mm. you know, God, search my heart, you know, like David talks about in scripture and Psalms, search my heart and search me. What, is there anything in there that I have vowed to that is not of you? Have I made a false promise to myself? Anything that is hindering me from the blessings that he wants to do in my life? Um, you know, back to the question that you asked about the story of my inner vow, mm. I remember making that inner vow and it was five years later and Mm. I was in church and Michael and I were serving one Mm. Sunday afternoon and a pastor that I was um, seeing for uh, biblical counseling approached me and she said, Vanessa, you know, the Lord had you on my heart this week. And um, she was like, I just felt like I needed to encourage you to not only pray for your ex-spouse, but to start praying for your future spouse. And I was like, lady, you done lost your mind because (laughs) first of all, um, I'll pray for my ex because he needs Jesus, but just joking. Um, But Uh, I was like, I'm not, no, like, I don't ever want to get married again. I don't ever want to go through the pain of what I went through and what my son had to go through. And, um, she was like, you know, I just, I would just encourage you to do that. And, and I remember just, um, going into prayer that night and just asking the Holy spirit, like, you know what, like, 
I'm going to trust you in this. Mm. And just, I started praying for my future spouse, which ended up being Scott. And I just think about, you know, after five years of just holding on to that false promise and, Mm. um, and then once the Holy Spirit just revealed that Mm -hmm. to me and having the godly counsel, you know, speak into that as well. Um, it opened up my life and it opened up an area in my life that I was trying to take control over Mm. and govern, um, for God to come in and bless us in the most extravagant way possible because it brought us together. You know, we're now married. We now have three more boys and, um, and our marriage is blessed. Our family is blessed. And Mm. so, um, Man, I'm just so thankful for that. And so, you know, you guys, if you're listening and watching, I just want to encourage people, you know, take that time to seek God in prayer, Yeah. Um, but also biblical counseling as well. You guys hear us talk about that all the time. A lot of times, you guys, we can be deceived and not even know or understand that we've made these promises to ourselves. Yeah. Imagine that you're walking through life and, and you think you're walking in clear view, but really what you're walking in is a very, very narrow passageway with huge walls set up all the way around you. Mm-hmm. And you think it's perfectly fine and you are content with walking down. Yeah. But imagine now looking at your same view from, you know, a hundred feet above, and you see yourself walking down this narrow pathway with 25-foot walls on either side of you, and ask yourself, am I living the life that God's intended intended for me? Yeah. Um, and, and this is just kind of an introduction. We're, we're going to move into, you know, kind of what and how intervals kind of peak through marriage and through that, that season. Mm-hmm. If you're maybe a newly blended family and you're like, okay, I don't... I don't know kind of where I'm at. Yeah. And we're going to just going to look at, you know, kind of three different stages. Mm-hmm. One is the dating stage, yep. which is super fun. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> I have no baggage. You yeah. have no baggage. You're perfect. You're putting your best foot forward. You're looking your best. That's you're acting it. your best. You're talking your best. That's it. We, we are very selective in the dating stage about what we share with our, with our, our yeah. new love. Yeah. So inner vows generally only peak up maybe when we're away from that. And, you know, we're not going to tell our our dating partner about those inner vows just yet. Well, I think a lot of people don't even know that they've made them. That's true. That's, yeah, I think that's one thing to understand. But then you move into the engaged part. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting to think about the future. Yeah. Uh, and you're a little bit more open with an, one another. You've maybe shared those stories. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in those stories your partner may feel like the the rescue person. Right. Like, I'm the one who's going to rescue you from that situation. Or mm-hmm. I know you've had this horrible scenario behind you, but now that we're together, yeah. you can see mm-hmm. that that I'm the one who's going to help you in this. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a lot about what engagement is. It's like this planning for the future. Yeah. yeah. And then comes the married time. Yep. And we've talked about this before. You get married... You bring in your little pull bag, your little hanging or whatever that little mm-hmm. scroller bag is, and then all of a sudden, what happens a month later? Yep, the U-Haul shows up. The U-Haul, and then it's kind of like Amazon; it just keeps coming, it keeps, keeps coming, coming. It keeps, keeps coming. coming. You get so, a new package every day. Exactly. You never know what's in it. Exactly. So then you're married, and these things can't stay hidden. Yeah. So you start to realize the baggage from the past that is coming up. Mm-hmm. And we dealt with this. Yeah. We dealt with this. Yeah. I mean, we went into marriage, got got pregnant immediately. So yeah. everything was about the future. Yeah. We didn't think about the past. No. We didn't think about what we had been through. We didn't think mm-hmm. about what we brought into our marriage. Yeah. And then stuff started happening. Yeah. We started seeing 
inner vows come up. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I remember, you know, shortly after we were married, you know, we got plugged into our church and Mm -hmm. we sought out biblical counseling. And um, it was interesting because in that biblical counseling, we did an assessment and Scott's talked about this before, but it's Mm. called prepare and enrich. And you can do it before you get married and then you can do it after. So there's the prepare part and then the enrich part. Mm -hmm. And wow, there were a lot of things that we were just totally um, opposite of the end of the spectrums. But what it did is it brought up conversation about certain things and how we viewed certain things, how we felt about certain things. And then what that did is it brought up a lot of those inner vows or past traumas or things. It explained a lot of why we thought and did what we did, whether it was finances, you know, both growing up, you know, not having a whole lot of finances Mm -hmm. and the way that we, we did our finances. It also, you know, intimacy as well, Mm -hmm. you know, um, child discipline, things Mm -hmm. like that communication. And so, yeah, the baggage of our past, you know, um, we can, it, it comes to light and it can overtake the new things that we're trying to do, you know, when we're getting engaged and when we're getting married. And so, um, you know, we don't want it to stay in the past because like you said, Scott, it'll often like oftentimes come up and, but so we need to deal with it if we can ahead of time, um, and work through that freedom and healing in exactly things. And, and, and you may notice these things, you know, the, the part that we're going to highlight here is, you know, in those, in those seasons of new marriage, when you start making the I statements, yeah, like, I want to control this. Yeah. I think I think we should do it this way. Sure. I don't want you to do that. Yeah. I think you should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are these I statements that are made with authority and power. And when you ask yourself, why am I making those I statements? Why do I feel internally obligated to yeah. make those I statements? Yeah. Again, this is kind of after that honeymoon phase, mm-hmm. and you're getting into the planning and kind of the 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 just the regularness of life, yeah. and all of a sudden you got to start making these um, marriage, uh, you know, just basically foundations of marriage of like how we operate, yeah, how we do things. Yeah, I don't want you to do that, and yeah. and you should do this. Yeah, these are kind of indicators that an interval may be present. Mm-hmm. Well, and we always talk about you know when you're talking about the language and the words that you're saying, you know. It talks about in scripture in Matthew, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. And so anytime there may be something unhealthy with, you know, in our heart, or there's something going on there or something we haven't dealt with, it'll often come out in phrases or things that we say, like you were saying, like, I'm defective, or I can't Mm -hmm. remember the statements you were reading, all of them earlier, you know, things like that. And so it's like, what are we believing and what have we um, vowed to? Uh, to where we are saying those things. So I think a lot of times, like you were saying with communication, just paying attention to the different, Mm -hmm. to what you're saying, you know, different phrases, the language that you're using. um, Mm -hmm. And where are those statements? Where are those thoughts? Where are those beliefs coming from? Because oftentimes it's tied back to our heart and it's tied back to the things in our past. Well, and, and remember, you know, Satan sees marriage as a threat. Yeah. And 
he looks at it and says, well, they've joined in marriage, but I still have a foothold. Mm -hmm. They still have inner vows, which I control, because inner vows are not from God. No. They are not. They they are taking the power away from God and putting it on our shoulders, which Satan would encourage because he wants you to hold that shame. He wants you to feel like you need to control things in order for them to be prosperous. Mm -hmm. So it it is a power it is a matter of control which we equate to power which again takes power away from god and puts it on us well it hands it over to the enemy and yes. then we open ourselves to being attacked we open ourselves um to fall into agreement with his lies instead of relying on god's faithful promises and his truth um you know so instead of making the I statement in our vows, what we can then do to combat that, one is repentance. Yeah. Um, you know, repentance leads to his kindness. And so when we can repent um, and ask God for forgiveness over any area of our life where we've tried to take control, mm. push him out of the way where we've made that inner vow of, you know what, I'm never going to let this happen again. I'm going to do this so that that can't happen. We can repent. We can ask God for forgiveness. Yeah. We can then surrender that at the cross and give him the control, Give open up our hands. We just have to release it, but we can open up our hands to then receive the blessings and the things that he wants to do and allow him to work in and through that. Um, so we can surrender all of our fears, all of our doubts, and all of our pain to him. And the great thing about marriage is that we can be open and honest with our spouse about that because... Yeah. You know, as we share that with God and we surrender that to God, when I can go to you and I can say, hey, like, I've struggled with this in my past. You know, I realize that I've made an inner vow here mm-hmm. and I can see how it's 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 not been dealt with and it's now affecting our marriage. Mm-hmm. I want you to help me through this. Like, let's pray through this together. Yeah. And not only does it strengthen your relationship with the Lord, um, but it strengthens the relationship in your marriage and that overflows into every area of your life. Yeah, and and guys, what we want to encourage in this, you know, really the first episode of this this series of podcasts on inner vows is we want to encourage a conversation, a conversation with you and the Lord, yeah. and a conversation with you and your spouse, or maybe even you and your children. Yeah, you know, we want to start opening the door to what Satan wants you to keep hidden away. Yeah, and believe me when I say, you know, those inner vows that you've made and you've built these walls. Every time they get higher. And if you don't come to grips with the fact that this is something that lives inside you that needs to be surrendered, yeah. that is going to continue to get bigger. Yeah. So what we want to do is encourage a conversation, like you said, go into prayer, go into your spouse and saying, hey, I just heard this thing about inner vows, because a, a lot of people may be hearing about this for the first time. They're right. like, what is an inner vow? Right. And does it reside within me? Yeah. Say, hey, I just heard this thing about inner vows. Mm-hmm. Can we watch this and just talk through this? Yeah. Because inner vows are one of the most powerful methods that keep you from intimacy with your spouse, not mm-hmm. just physical intimacy, but emotional intimacy, spiritual intimacy. Yeah. These are the things that we keep hidden away, deep, mm-hmm. dark. We don't talk about them. Nobody's going to really ask you about them a lot of times. Yeah. So we want to start encouraging that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, this is one of four that we're going to do. We'll yes. release a ne- another one next week yep. on inner vows. So, take time, pray about it. Tune in next week. We're going to dive deeper into this topic because this was just kind of a overview. Sure, uh, we're going to dive deep into the topic, and we know that it, if you if you really take part of this and pray about it, it's going to bless your life. Yes. 
Guys, thank you all so much for tuning in today. Next week, we talk more about inner vows. We're going to have a great time doing it. You guys take care and have a great day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.